I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, mamas. Especially welcome to the pregnant mamas listening to this podcast. I know birth can bring its own uncertainty. Even if it's your second or third birth, there is often a sense of unknown. What will this be like? Can I do this? How will this go? How long will this go for? Will my baby be healthy? So many questions. And then you throw in a global pandemic on top of that. And my heart is with you. I wanted to reach out to one of the very best birth educators that I know of in the world and get her to speak directly to you today. To, I hope, inspire and reassure you that you can do this that there are actually gifts within this uncertain time and how you can find your own voice, your belief in yourself, even when we are all faced with the reality of COVID-19. Nadine Richardson is the creator of SheBirths, a research-based, scientifically proven birthing educating program that empowers women to understand that this is what they're here to do. It is a really beautiful and insightful way of preparing for birth and motherhood. And Nadine has been supporting pregnant mothers in this time, right now, and came on this podcast to share with you today some of the things that you can keep in mind as you prepare to welcome your baby into this world. Nadine's programs are now all online as well. So please make sure you check out the show notes for details on how you can empower yourself even more to have a beautiful birthing experience no matter what. And here's Nadine. Enjoy. This is the Happy Mama Movement, a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age. I'm Amy Taylor Cabaz, author, mama, and former journalist. After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be superwoman, 
I realized that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me, and since then have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week, I will bring you the very best insights and inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. Nadine, thank you for joining me on this podcast today. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I am doing a number of special podcasts at the moment. I'm calling them Calm Casts. I wanted to put out some very special episodes for this time that we are in. And of course, I know one of the great sources of stress that I'm seeing around the world is what this is like for pregnant women who are preparing to give birth when we're in the middle of a global pandemic. So, of course, you are the person that I wanted to come to. Your approach to birth and pregnancy and the empowerment of mothers through this is what I love the most. So, first of all, what do you see is going on and what opportunity do you see is here for pregnant women who are listening right now? Well, you know, we've been in this situation now for over five weeks And I see that we're starting to settle currently into a new norm and I think that's happening within individuals and within the system as well, currently here in Australia and um, in America um, as well and in England as well, which I think is really great, but it doesn't mean that individuals who are pregnant or expecting currently or, you know, in the next sort of three to six months even um, don't have a huge amount of anxiety. So I think calling this a calm cast is a really, really good name because we need to do all that we can to help our pregnant families have the best birth possible in the current situation. So what are the biggest sources of anxiety in pregnant women that you're hearing? Is it the fear of infection? Is it a fear of uh, a change in their birth plans and who is going to be in the room with them? What are you hearing the most? I think the number one is, is more going to happen? There's so much uncertainty. I think the number one, like, Anxiety is the degree of uncertainty. And then those other ones that you mentioned, you know, when we start to um, go a little deeper, of course, we all hate uncertainty. um, And there's a fear of more choices being taken away. I definitely think there's a kind of you don't know what you don't know. And A lot of people are uneducated and they probably don't understand the full value of having a doula in the birthing room, so they don't really know what they're missing out yet and so we haven't really known. But I think it will be very interesting to see um, the maternal outcomes from this period of time, if there's an increase or a decrease in intervention and how that correlates to how people prepared I think they're certainly anxious after looking at New York and seeing partners not being allowed in the labour suites as well. 
but also the speed of petitions being put up and um, those laws changing. Um, I think as well, like we said, the uncertainty of individual providers and caregivers and systems, I think it's absolutely critical that people understand that actually every hospital is run differently and public hospitals, for example, you know, our, our local here, the Royal uh, in Randwick, Sydney, um, has not allowed doulas in for weeks, whereas at Westmead Hospital, another very large public teaching hospital, um, has been allowing doulas in, and but it is dependent upon the nurse unit manager, the NUM, on the day and whether they allow a support person in. So I think the main one is, you know, uncertainty um, as well. Yeah. And the thing is when I think back to my births, but most particularly I think we're talking about that first experience of birth, um, the uncertainty was so strong already you know, what is this going to feel like? How am I going to cope with this? What should I do? And what do I need in the room? And how long is it going to last? And can I even do this? And all of those uncertainties. So then you have this on top of that. And no wonder it's such a source of great stress. I was speaking to a beautiful friend that is a great friend of yours too, Amy Malloy, recently, and she's pregnant with her third. And she said, I- I'm okay because I've done this before. Even if my partner's not allowed in the room because he's got a cold, I'll be okay. Even if I have to do this at home, I know I'll be okay. But she said, but if this was my first baby, I would feel so different. Yeah, totally. It's it's really hard, but I've been doing meditation in our SheBirths community and we've been focusing a lot on, you know, opening to change, integrating change in our body, with our breath, in the cells of our being, you know, because there's so much to process right now. But this is an opportunity actually for all birthing women to realise that they were built and designed to do this. Mm-hmm. This is a calling to upgrade your consciousness which is actually expressed through your agency. And the same for partners. Partners make the most extraordinary birth support people. Now, women have been doing this since the beginning of time. We have been pushing babies out forever. And you need to find a way, and what I'm seeing in the She Births Mums, is they're really connecting to community to give them strength through our online support systems and mothers groups and so on. But they're also finding ways to connect with the lineage of women and the ancient wisdom that we have to birth our babies because now you can't look outside yourself truly for support. Implicit and in the subconscious for a lot of people, even when they do, you know, the amazing She Births program, they're still thinking, I will be rescued, birth will happen to me, and, you know, others will be there to help. This is a time now to realise the responsibility rests with me to connect, to let go, to find a way through and to discover my innate abilities and strengths that come from generations. I love that so much. I have seen the same thing happen in my community at the moment and we're not focused on birth, we're just focused on motherhood and womanhood in general. But it is this agency. It is a connection to all the women before us who have faced times of hardship, who have had to strip down to the most basic things, who have been 
at home and holding space for so many. It's the same thing in this community because this is what we are meant to be doing as women. Yeah, God, it gives me goosebumps like all over. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking here, but we're not, you know, exclusive to this dialogue. Like it's it's challenging for everyone, but if you actually just pause and centre yourself and get perspective, just like you said, this is what women have been doing many times over and partners too, we actually grow through adversity. We grow through challenge. There's no way to evolve without some degree of friction um, and intensity to the next phase of being because that's what birth is as a threshold and that's what you talk about with matrescence as well. So this is a collective one. So I believe there's a huge opportunity for women in general to actually hold on to this sense of agency and empowerment around their birth experiences and, you know, to, to realise, well, actually, why are we cancelling, you know, you know, three-quarters of my antenatal appointments with my obstetrician? I don't need to go in, like, you know, 13 times. I'm only going in four times. Oh, I can do my own blood pressure. That's because I'm a low-risk, healthy person and pregnancy generally is a normal physiological experience as is birth, a normal physiological event. Mm. And we've been wanting this for so long, Nadine. We've been wanting this to reverse back to a natural, mostly, unless, as you said, there are other underlying health issues, but mostly a natural experience that women were built to do. Absolutely. And we want the safety net there for every single woman, no matter whether she lives in the city or is completely remote and regional or in a developed country. We want access for all of our women to have the safety net of medical care. But we must also honour and realise that when we go into the hospital, we are the well ones. You know, we are not sick. We do not have to be supported and helped as much as we often are. We don't need to be rescued as much as we often are. We can actually do this. We were built and designed for it. And I see women just starting to really plug into that. We've had our first births already in the COVID space. And um, the first couple that did my virtual course, the two-day like live interactive course via Zoom, you know, they were in shock. I called people on Thursday night. And on, said on Saturday morning, I'm really sorry, but your course is cancelled. You have to be on Zoom. Of course, everyone was frustrated and angry and I'm there trying to hold space for all these people bargaining with me through the stages of grief because this is like five weeks ago. <laughs> and, um, you know, but they jumped in, they committed, they did it. And she just said to me, it was the most extraordinary labour. I laboured at home for 22 hours. Like you can't do that if you're not psyched to do that, right, or educated to do that. And you can't do that as well because your partner starts freaking out unless they've done some kind of prep as well. So, um, yeah, 22 hours at home, eight hours in the hospital. She just said my husband was my obstetrician, my midwife, my doula, my everything. He was my rock. And we got through it together and we couldn't have done it without the education and the preparation. But it's also about the agency. Oh, you've just made me cry listening to that. But also two things I want to say to that. One is I wonder if that hadn't happened. Mm. Let me say that again. I wonder if it had been in a hospital earlier 
then those full 22 hours at home if it had been a different outcome. I wonder if the intention to stay away from a hospital as long as possible because of the current COVID situation is allowing her to experience that completely uninterrupted. How oh, powerful is that? You just hit the nail on the head, Amy, because, um, you know, I'm not disclosing who, but I will tell you that they were giving birth at a hospital, a private hospital, that has a 70% cesarean section rate. Hmm. Yeah. So oh, five to seven times sorry. above the, what the World Health Organization says we need to have. So, you know, unfortunately in doula circles we call that hospital Caesar's Palace. Hmm. It's very, very hard. And I actually doulaed there a few months ago and the staff continually came in to talk to my mum. They were astounded, even like the... The managerial staff came in. They were astounded that my mum had been able to give birth naturally. You know, she just they were just blown away. They hadn't seen it. Mm. And that 30% that have vaginal deliveries in that hospital, it's roughly a, a 90% epidural rate. Wow. Mm. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's just spectacular. So for the mummers that are listening. Who, would, who are hearing this and thinking, yes, I want that agency, but how? How do I stand up for myself in a hospital system that's freaking out about all of this right now? How do I even talk to my partner about this if they too are worried? How do I find my voice and my agency? What do we say? You have to get educated, informed and empowered and you've got to go through that process together so that you're on the same page. So you do need to do, I think I'm completely biased, we're the most, um, you know, comprehensive, we're the only scientifically verified program, you got to do SheBirths. And we've got, you know, three different courses from $74 up to our premium program with me for everyone to choose from. We've got lots of community support. We've got a free pregnancy support guide people can download. People can interact with empowerment and engagement any way they want and to whatever extent they want, but you've got to get something. Mm. And also knowing that, as we said at the beginning, knowing that this is a natural process, you can do this. Women have been doing this from the beginning of time really work on that mindset, on that belief in that vision of what this could be for you. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. We've got to have like those affirmation cards stuck up around the room. Mm. But it's not just about that. I mean, you can say affirmations till the cows come home, but do you really find your stillness, your centre? Do you deeply trust your partner that they will be able to support you, for example, over 30 hours, you know, really have to prepare for the marathon. Um, And it's when you do some of the physical prep that you also build that mental uh, confidence and strength as well. So you've got to work in the body and in the mind, I think, to really embody and integrate those affirmations. I'm a big fan of that. I totally back that up. It was my first birth was a bit of a train wreck. Um, And the next two, it was both a complete mindset training, Mm. what I thought and what I told myself, but also empowering my physical body. And when that exhaustion or 
tiredness or pain and the muscles would kick in just from what I was doing to prepare, what did I tell myself in those moments? So there is very much both the physical and mental. Final thing I want to say is that, and I know that this is a great passion of yours as well as mine, to go into this experience of becoming a mother with this type of awareness of your strength, of your agency, of not looking outside of yourself for someone to rescue you in this, to find your own way of becoming a mother and being a mother is the most brilliant way to step into this new role, isn't it? This is so important to feel empowered at the beginning. Totally. And I promise you, you will also feel empowered if you need a bit of medical assistance as well, Yeah, you know, because you will go in and you will give it your best shot. So, you know, at SheBirths over the years, I really believe wholeheartedly and our intention has always been, you know, let's create a beautiful birth, a bonding, enriching, loving, empowering birth, no matter what unfolds. Yes. the tables have changed, the, the, you know, it's all changing and I think for the better ultimately. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. Now there are details in the show notes of how to look at the various courses for SheBirth, the online versions that you can do wherever you are right now and the community that Nadine runs and what is available for you. Thank you so much for the work that you do. It's just so important. Absolutely ditto to you, Amy. (laughs) We're in it together. Yeah, totally. Thank you. I love the way Nadine talks about birth. Even though it's been nearly seven years since my last birthing, it brings me tears and goosebumps hearing her speak about this. I hope you feel that too today. Please go to the show notes of this podcast and click on the details of how to find out more on how you can empower yourself and your partner and the people in your lives to still make this an important transition into motherhood. And share the link with every mama you know who is also pregnant and preparing to welcome a new baby during COVID-19. Thank you for being here with me. Until next time, Satnam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.